Hey there, entrepreneur, and happy holidays to you. Just a quick reminder that all month we are giving you gifts with our episodes. And, you know, today's is the gift of balance and breath. Last week's was the gift of a thriving workplace. Next week's is the gift of fun and so on and so forth. We have some really amazing guests this month for December. So you do not want to miss that. But for right now, I am jumping in with the amazing Mia Moran. Let's go. Ever found yourself teetering on the edge of throwing in the towel? You know, asking yourself questions like, is this supposed to be this hard? Or is it even possible to succeed at this entrepreneur thing? (sighs) I completely get it because I built my successful businesses while juggling major health issues for my children and myself, debt piling up to my eyeballs and so much more. Want to know how the hell I succeeded and how you can too? Tune in to find out. Here we go. Hey there, entrepreneur, and welcome to today's show. You know, happy holiday season, folks. I have someone who is here to help you. Um, Today's guest is Mia Moran, who is a mom of three, coach and best-selling author who makes time for wellness, motherhood, and really amazing work, which I can attest to, and shows time-strapped women how they can do that too. She's also the host of the Plan Simple podcast with 250 plus episodes, which shout out to that Mia, because I know how hard that is. (laughs) And she she frequently guests on podcasts and has been on all three major TV networks multiple times. So Mia, welcome to the show today. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I love Mm. I'm I'm excited for this conversation. And I think, you know, lots of people are going to benefit just because of what you put out in the world all the time. So before we jump in to the topic, just let people know a little bit about your journey, especially as it relates to adversity or resilience or anything like that. Yeah, sure. So I have always been an entrepreneur, but not in this space. (laughs) I started (laughs) off as a a graphic designer and built a pretty big um, graphic design studio at, at one point in my career. And it was in that time that I had three kids and I don't know, like those mamas who like after babies nursing, like makes their bodies go back. Like that was not me. So I had three kids in a row and I just kept living in a bigger and bigger body. Um, I, I, something just wasn't like right. And I couldn't, I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but I just had, by the time my third kid came around, like besides just the fact that having three kids is exhausting, um, I just had no energy. And I just remember this day of it was like three o'clock and I was staring at my computer screen and I generally like ended my days kind of early, but I was looking across my desk at this like stack of Starbucks coffee cups that had added up over the course of the day. And I just remember being like, okay, first of all, it's three o'clock. How have I been to Starbucks this many times? (laughs) (laughs) And second of all, if I've actually consumed this much coffee, then how am I so freaking tired? Yeah. Because I was just exhausted. And so that kind of kickstarted my journey into like figuring, like understanding that I actually had a little bit more control over my energy than I thought I did. Um, and just getting myself back to health, um, which it was a very organic process, which then just led to a book and led to me becoming a coach and creating what what we do now. But but it all started because I I literally, at the time that I decided I needed to change my health, 
if you had told me to go to the grocery store and find kale, I would have cried. Like, I don't even think I knew, like, I didn't know anything. Like I, I didn't know how to make toast, like, like cooking food, like wellness, like none of this was in my wheelhouse at the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's a lot of people, especially, especially pre-kids, not gonna lie, because like, yeah. it's a lot of takeout. It's a lot of, you know, just, you know, whatever you can make on the fly or whatever you can order prepped or and stuff like that. But there is, there is something that happens, you know, when you do have kids and those who are listening, who may not like, you know, bear with us here because I promise there's stuff in here for you as well. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. So tell us about like when you made that jump from, cause I know you did, like you said, you had a pretty successful, you know, agency or graphic design firm. So what happened to make you go from there to here? Like, how did that happen? So it happened gradually. Um, it happened. So at the time it was like over 10 years ago and it's so amazing to me what has happened to the internet in yeah. 10 years, but that's Agreed. a whole other episode. <laughs> but, <laughs> but at the time they're just like, you know, I was trying to get all healthy and all the people I was like learning from were, you know, it just, it didn't look pretty. It yeah. looked yeah. like mush <laughs> and, um, you know, nothing was like, I didn't really relate with anything I was seeing. You know, I was like a, I don't know, a, a, a city mom, like, and right. I was like seeing all these like really like hippie, whatever sites by men. It wasn't even by women yeah. and nothing was pretty. And anyway, so I just started, as I learned, I just started making things because I had a design company. And it, it was this gradual process that at some point, everyone's like, what are you doing all day? So you're like, like, I don't know, running a company, maybe <laughs> kind of sort of like, exactly. And I just realized I was sort of creating this really expensive hobby and that perhaps I should like start migrating things. So we, we figured out how to migrate different pieces of the company and find people, different things to do. And so then I sort of removed myself slowly. And I was also at the time we lived in the city and I was trying to get out of the city with the kids. So it was yeah. like kind of a good, good breaking point. Um, and then in terms of this business, you know, it really was like, I started writing, I started designing things. I made a magazine and eventually over time, um, I stepped into really becoming a coach and teaching and yeah. here nice. we are. Nice. I mean, exactly like what you were saying though, because I came out of kind of that agency ish graphic design world as well. And it is not necessarily at least 10 years ago, I can't speak to what it is right now, but it was not necessarily conducive to a healthy lifestyle. (laughs) Oh, oh my gosh. I don't think it is now either. I was thinking like, oh, I should go back and like enlighten (laughs) or talk to some people in that situation. I mean, I just remember like unlimited snacks, unlimited soda, caffeine everywhere. Like, you know, like it was like well, a lifestyle that Starbucks you was nearby, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And I mean, <laughs> coffee runs all the time it, or, or I even remember during one Q4, like taking shots, like in the office, yeah. right? like, you know, because I think that was, it was just kind of part of the culture that was, that was yeah. that work hard, play hard yes. mentality. And then you yeah. run out of runway to do either. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. To your point. Um, definitely there. Which I mean, I think a lot of people are kind of feeling right now, especially, especially our moms out there. I mean, parents too, but you know, I'm going to, I'm going to speak to my moms because I am one right now, but you know, on your website, you, you blatantly state, you know, women have the power to change the future, but not if they're stressed out and exhausted, which I am a big believer of. I think nobody can do it from that point of view. So today I just really want to dive into, because we are recording this and airing this right in the middle of the holiday season. And a lot of us are already running on empty. So how, how can we go forward 
into all this if we're already depleted? Oh, magic. You have to get on depleted. <laughs> I know, to but it's, first. No, there's so much to do. <laughs> I know, but you have to put yourself first for like even just five minutes. Like the thing, this is the thing. This is the thing I've learned about time, doing a lot of work with just how time works and how yeah. women work and how we've kind of been explained a different version of time of how I think it actually really works. But it's, I think a lot of times we think like, well, we work, you know, eight or 10 hours a day or whatever we're doing. And then we, you know, have to go home and be with our family. And then there's all this holiday, like our lists are like really long with all the things we think we have to do. And I think we just imagine that taking care of ourselves actually takes that much time, but it's it's not really about time. It's about filling ourselves up. So it can be little things, but we have to pause and do them. Yes. Um, and And it's mostly, I find, especially around all things, mothering, holidays, like all the triggering things. Yeah. It's really about just grounding yourself and just like connecting into right now. And because from that perspective, all the craziness isn't really like there. You can't hold all those things at once. And so, so we have to do it. We just like, and, and the first like the first time that you put yourself first, it, it can feel like you're coming out of your skin. Yeah. Super uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's super uncomfortable, but the rewards come really quickly. You know, like the reward comes like, you know, you start to notice it's like more of a noticing. I mean, it, it takes some, it's a practice. So it takes some like practicing and noticing and like, you might reflect that night, like, oh, like usually I'm really, you know, yelly with the kids or usually I always get in a fight with my spouse, but like, Oh, I took that one deep breath. And now like this afternoon was a little bit better. Like, so you sort of have to really become aware of Mm -hmm. of what's going on. And awareness, I would assume the step, step one, like you were saying is slow down long enough to be aware. Whereas I think people, you, you tend to get stuck, especially if you're in crisis or especially in your kind of that go, 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 go mode that you, it's hard to turn it off. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, like the first, like, like lodge, like just step that everyone can go take is I think a lot of us, if we open our calendars and we look at them, especially in the holiday time, it's like work. And then that backs right up to like going to the mall, maybe, and like grabbing stuff or going to get a kid or, you know, it like everything's backed into each other. So literally something we can do is just create space, like just claim time for nothing. And you're going to end up doing something in that time, but you're going to end up really responding to what you need. Yeah. Instead of like what the the outside has told you you need, which is what ends up usually in your calendar. Yeah. And I think in that time, like, I like how you said, like, because I can hear every woman be like, free space on my calendar. Like, (laughs) holy crap. That makes me anxious. Right. So I, and I, and I get it, but to your point, you probably end up doing something, but it goes to a need and not a, a have to or an obligation, or, you know, maybe you'll check something off your list that makes you feel better because it was the biggest impact for the lowest amount of effort or something, who knows. But so once we kind of sit down and we clear the time, how do you, how do you um, handle when other people's opinions of you clearing the time, right? Because everybody, you clear it and it's a shift and everyone else has to shift along with it sometimes. 
Yes. And I would say to that, mostly you have to shift because you're the one who has to not care what other people are saying because other people, well, other people may or may not be saying things about your time. I actually find that usually a lot of that is also, we've made that up in our head. Like, oh, like they must not be okay. You know, the kids must not be okay if I'm not right there to be with them right now. Or, you know, work must not be okay if I take an extra half an hour, like at the end of the day to get home. Like no one's actually thinking those things. We're thinking those things about ourselves. So I think a lot of times it's our own, um, inner, inner work, like inner dialogue, that's really wreaking havoc. But something you said about, it feels really uncomfortable when you make the time. Mm -hmm. I actually think that's the most important thing. So when I look back at making this big change in my own health, I was like, how did I even get there? You know, like, how did I even get to a point where it was so bad that like seven cups of coffee had no effect on me? And the truth was, is I stopped feeling. So like, I wasn't even letting myself get uncomfortable. So like uncomfortable is kind of like, um, a glass of wine. Like, I mean, not, not like filling up your schedule is kind of like having glasses of wine or having cups of coffee. Like it's like the same same thing. It's like a way to buffer feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and I think that is, that is something that a lot of us are doing right now because of the pandemic, because of, you know, before it was like when things came to a screeching halt, we all kind of were like, oh crap, now we have to deal with our emotions because we're sitting in them. So then there became a numbing. So now there's kind of this coming out that I'm at least seeing a lot of around a lot of clients where, you know, there's only so far you can numb until like, to your point, you have that weight. Luckily you had that wake up moment or your relationships get impacted or things start to crumble around you. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And, and it's interesting because like, there's actually not, I mean, especially if you have a coach or a therapist or support or community, like there's nothing wrong with crumbling, you know? And I mean, part of it is that like, I think we're so, we hold on so tightly to feeling good. And that really comes up around the holidays because there's been this like picture that's been created that's on like the cover of every magazine we see every time we're in the grocery store, Mm -hmm. you know, of like what it looks like. And we've assumed what that feels like. And so we just grasp it so tightly and we're scared to just fall apart for, for two seconds. Like we're going to like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know what yeah. we're scared of, but it's scary. Yeah. And I think it allows people around you to, to have empathy and to support you. Whereas there is the very much like you were just saying, I was just cracking up because I hear it from clients a lot too. Is that like thing in your head? Like nothing will operate if I take 15 minutes and part of me wants to go, uh, not about you that much. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what right? I mean? like, like it's amazing, but it's like a part of like, we try to validate ourselves with that. Like, oh, well, you know, the kids can't survive without me or the kids won't be okay if I don't get them X, Y, and Z for Christmas and this and that. And yeah, on some levels, maybe, but like maybe your coworkers, your kids, whoever would be better if you were a functioning, mentally stable human, right? Like, yikes. <laughs> well, and the funny thing is, is if we went and told the whole story about how much we mean, I think most of us wouldn't be able to tell that story either. You know, so yeah. it's like, I mean, just telling the story of like, they need me, they need me this much that like, if I'm not there for this half hour, like something like something is major is going to happen. But like, really, none of us, I don't think would be able to tell that story, you know, authentically either. 
Right. Right. I mean, because I think it comes from a place of quasi insecurity, right? Like it's in this weird middle ground of they need me. See, they need me. They need me. Like, and it's, they, you, you say that so you can prove it to yourself. So in around and around we go while completely avoiding the fact that you need yourself more Yes, in that, in that story. Right. Yeah. So if we're, this is just cracking me up on so many levels, because I'm like hearing certain clients and hearing myself through through conversations as we're talking about this. So, you know, so I've taken the moment, I've slowed down long enough to, you know, put it on my calendar. How much time are we talking? <laughs> like, cause I think that's I mean, the first really. So, okay. So this is the most important thing. Yeah. So you've, you've slowed down, you've opened up some time, like just do it once just for like, Yeah. I don't know. Find a time like for half an hour, but here's the thing. It's going to be uncomfortable Mm -hmm. for most of us to like, even if you're like, you know, if you're like, okay, during this time, I can't, you know, go shop, go shopping for Christmas presents. Like, you know, like think about what's for dinner. Like if you sort of make some parameters around it, like this is really like meant to be restorative time. Yeah. You know, that does not mean, by the way, that you have to go get a pedicure or manicure. Thank you. I was just thinking that. Thank you. (laughs) You might need a shower. (laughs) Like it actually might be restorative. Like sometimes it is restorative to send an email, like, but you really have to tune in with yourself and just be like, you know, what is it that I really need right now? Like not what I feel my client needs, not what I feel I'm supposed to get my husband, but I don't really have an idea yet for what to get him for the holiday. Like, you know, like all these things, like even like these thoughts of like, you know, I need to start this new, like I need to go to the gym, like all these things. None of that is the the one rule I have around real self-care is that you can't beat yourself up about it. Like the first step in self-care is like, you're not beating yourself up. So, yeah, well, so caring. many of us, yeah, right. Like so many of us like have these self-care lists that we like beat ourselves up with yeah. because we're not actually doing them. So like, that's kind of like rule one, but the reason to open up some space is this, it's going to be really uncomfortable and something's going to come up around that, like that you maybe should be doing something or that like, you're actually sad that, you know, you're not with the people you want to be for the holidays yeah. or you're stressed around money and like you're, it's coming up right now. Like, so something will come up and here's the cool thing. Like we, if you're really truly in the moment, feeling a feeling there's different schools of thought for how long you can actually feel it. But like the most one I've heard is 90 seconds. I've heard 30 seconds to 90 seconds. So like, if you're truly feeling sad, and, and sad is causing you to do something. So I'm talking about like, like what happens to us normally is like, we feel sad. We grab the cookies before the 90 yeah. seconds even ends. Yeah. We feel sad. We pick up the phone and reach out to somebody who is not nurturing to us. Right. You know, right. we feel angry and we yell at a kid instead of feeling angry. Right. So I'm not talking about like that. You'll never feel this thing again, but usually we react and try to like fill the space within 90 seconds. So if you actually use the 90 seconds, it passes. Right. And then usually you're in a space where you're like what you actually really need. Like, actually, I really need to just take a nap for 20 minutes or actually I really need to go on a walk and get fresh air. Like yeah. you, you can really hear at that moment what you actually need. Whereas before it's a little bit foggy, which is why I, I like the open space. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a big, I'm a big proponent of that as well. And I, that's one of the first things I work with clients on as well. It's like, where's the white space? Because yeah. something is inevitably going to come up. Something needs to be you, you know, addressed with you or just to your point. I love that 90 second kind of parameter because anyone can do something for 90 seconds. It might feel like a long 90 seconds, right? When you're in it, but at least you can, you know, have that kind of parameter in your head of I can do it, you know, because I think some people don't even think that they can hold space for yeah. the emotions because they've tried it. And it doesn't, and it didn't quote unquote, didn't work or it made them too uncomfortable yeah. that the trigger happened. Right. A timer I find is really helpful. Cause like, you're like, oh my gosh, like I can sit here, like I can sit here for 90 seconds. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here's another little, like just tweak to white space, which is, um, you know, I have a physical planner and so I have people time block a lot, like yeah. different, you know, what, what you're doing, including sort of this notion of open space. And so I used to always have it left blank, but I realized that that wasn't like intentionally like making the space, like by leaving yeah. it blank, it almost felt like it, there was an opportunity There's to a fill default. It. Yeah. So we started calling it gold space because you couldn't oh. actually draw white space. And then people would get like a gold or, you know, and in, in, if they were doing it electronically, they'd do yellow and um, they'd create the space. So when you open your calendar, you can see like the actual open space popping right. out. Yeah. That's beautiful. I mean, gold space, yeah. I'll take that all day. Right. <laughs> because you're exactly right. If I open it up and I'm like, there's a, there's a space here. My first thought is usually like, well, what's missing. What did I forget yes. to put on that spot? I'm like, is this seems a little weird that there's, you know, a couple hours of free time here. Like, what did I do wrong? Um, but then also this notion, like you were saying before around self-care, I feel like a lot of people nowadays have an agenda when it comes to self-care yeah. or something that they want to accomplish, right? You have to like achieve a goal. I'm going to, my self-care is I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to, you know, for 30 days straight or all of this stuff. And then it sets into like this all or nothing thinking pattern as well that comes with that. I mean, do you see that too, where goal oriented yeah. self-care is not necessarily a hundred percent like, and it's not like goal oriented self-care. I mean, sometimes I feel like we need a plan to, you know, to really take care of ourselves once we yeah. figure it out, but we always have to be doing this work of like, you know, how is this actually taking care of me? And, you know, how, how, how can I fit this in and how can I do it in a nurturing way? One of the reasons I love um, thinking through sort of goals and time in 90 days mm -hmm. is because I think, especially as women or people, um, you know, I mean, really it's with everyone, but when you, when you have kids in school, you really notice like that seasons yeah. are just different. Yes. Um, yep. You know, and, and it happens like there's different kinds of seasons. There's like the actual seasons of the year. There's sort of the season you are in your career. Yes. There's the season your kids are in. There's the season for women that you're in sort of hormonally. Like there's all mm -hmm. sorts of seasons that we yeah. have this. Yeah. And I think a lot of times when, when our goals are coming from like what we think we're supposed to have, we're actually out of alignment with the season that we're in, which, mm -hmm. you know, the holiday season is another season, right? Yeah, like, so great. So many times we're like, you know, we should do this, but it like literally doesn't fit in to the season. I mean, actually one of the reasons that I think we get so out of alignment in the holiday season is because I think there's a very natural instinct to want to sort of go inward and be more soulful in this yes. time. Agreed. And yeah. the whole outside world is telling us to like have parties and like have <laughs> all these presents and like do all these things. And it's not necessarily always in alignment with what we're needing.
Yeah. Because I mean, when you think about it to your point, like we're, we're stepping into winter, right. We're stepping yeah. into kind of that, the season when everything else, at least here in new England, kind of goes dormant and goes into that, that space of rest, rejuvenation, you know, inward thinking yeah. and reflection, stuff like that. And I love, I just, that cracks me up what you just said, like, go have a party and go this, even in times of COVID, it was like work around of having said huge party. Now let's put you on a screen with the Brady Bunch windows of parties. Like, you know, so it's, there's so much of that, not to mention introverts nightmare on yes. a lot of that as well. Right. So, you know, as people are kind of stepping into, because we're in this weird season right now too, because we're half in COVID half, maybe not in COVID, not really sure where people are coming out and they have a different definition. I think a lot of light bulbs went off for people, but it's very much easier to kind of backslide into the expectations. Right. And maybe you won't, if you do slow down, like you're saying, right. Yeah, I think so. I mean, and and what I usually say about planning is it's just deciding in advance. So I think a lot of people are like, you know, I'm not really a planner because like that just seems too rigid, but really all it is, is actually tapping into your, or what it can be is yeah. tapping into your knowing like your intuition and just deciding that this is how I want to show up. Um, and then making and then making that happen, which for a lot of us, especially as you mentioned, introverted people or yeah. like people really like trying to live on purpose, which I know your audience is, then a lot of like what normally comes up is out of alignment with that. And so we actually do kind of have to make a plan of like, you know, one of the things I love, I love doing is it's like, okay, great. Like this night we can go out and we can actually decide that we want to be with all these people because they're family or whatever. And this is yeah. how they do it. And then I can also decide that then for the next two days, we're just like home by the fire because that's yeah. how we, that's how we actually take care of ourselves after as in a whole bunch of introverts going out and doing yeah. all these things that other people want us to do. Yeah. And it's remembering that you're, like you said, like you have a choice. I yeah. think this time of year, especially people forget that they, you know, they can choose and a lot of the, the things that are rooted in, you know, um, you know, holiday traditions and different things like that. Nobody ever stops long enough to kind of reevaluate and say, Hey, wait, just cause this has worked the past, I don't know, 10 years, maybe are we in a different season of life? What works for my kids when they're two is different than what works for us when they're 10 and 12. Um, seasonally. So I would assume that when you're sitting down with somebody and you're saying, you know, let's, let's plan it out. It's also a game plan around um, resetting expectations with others around some of that yeah. stuff. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. And well, and one thing I want to go back to too, because I know this is airing, like, you know, we're, it's going to be like the holidays are upon us. And so right. a lot of people listening might like be like, well, I'm already like doing yeah, that. True, I've true. already said, yes, yeah. I've already bought all the presents, like, yeah. you know, like, and, and it's a, feeling a little out of alignment. So I just want to respond to that a little, because what you can do is just decide how you want to feel. Yes. So you can decide yeah. like, I actually want, and, and it's different for everybody. It's really, I think one of the other things we assume is that everyone is the same, which is so not true. It's yeah. like what media wants us to believe, but not true. Like, so, and I've had different years of wanting to feel different ways, either internally or because of what's going on with the kid or whatever. But like, you know, uh, at this time of year, what I hear a lot is like, I want to feel connected to other people or to myself. Like, yeah, I want to feel joy. Um, I want to feel just like that, whatever, you know, I just want to like be cocooned and like, not 
you know, I just want to be alone. I hear that yeah. sometimes. Yes, like, so it yes, really depends too. on like who you are and what phase you're in. And the cool thing is, is that like, even if you're wanting to sort of have a more inward thing and you've already said yes to like aunt maple for going to her house on yeah. Christmas or whatever, <laughs> yep, you can still ask yourself, like you can still make a plan and, yes. and you can still be like, okay, I'm doing this thing. I'm going here. How can I be like, let's say health is one of your words. Like, how can I go here and really stay true to my health? Yeah. You know, and you make a plan and it, maybe you decide I'm just going to have one glass of wine and four cups of water after, or, you know, maybe you decide that you're going to feed yourself a huge salad before you go, like talking yeah. like food stuff. Maybe you decide that like, you can only go for an hour and a half. You know, right. there's lots of different ways that we can actually be in control. And we, I think we forget. We do. We do. Because think people look at it as, oh, I have a choice or I don't, but regardless of whether or not you can choose a situation to your point, you can choose how you feel when you are in that situation. Yeah. Um, and I love the fact that you're saying, make the plan. I've heard that a lot around, you know, mental health stuff and weight loss, like, and all different things around like scripting, right? Like if somebody's going to, if you're going to walk into a room and somebody is going to ask you about X situation, have a, have an auto response, you know, so yeah. that you're scripted and planned when you're walking in or time box your stay or, you know, different things like that. And then, you know, because I think what often happens and maybe you, you can weigh in on this too, is that people end up kind of betraying themselves. Yes in those moments, in that attempt to please, or, you know, not rock the boat, they betray themselves. And then you feel like crap even more. Well, and I think that is what always has made us yes. feel like crap. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, I think that's behind all of it. Like it's never anyone else's fault. Right. <laughs> like, right. We betray ourselves. Like we are yeah. our own worst kind of enemy in that. And then, and then it just perpetuates the cycle of like, betray, I betray myself and what my true intentions are. And then I beat myself up and then I betray myself again and like so on and so forth. Um, but to your, to your point, for those people who are already in the season, I think what comes very closely after the Christmas Hanukkah, this kind of season is the new year, new you season, as I like yeah. to call it. Right. So Jan one comes right. And there's a whole other kind of pressure that comes with that sometimes too. Right. Yeah. So around here, yes. the reason that this is my favorite season actually has less to do. I mean, it's funny because I, I show up and I teach all this stuff about like, you know, how, how to plan present giving and gift giving and how to do food and all this stuff. But really the motivation for me is how do we create a bridge into the next year? Yeah. Because I think what a lot of us do is we just give up on December 1st. Like yes. it's just yes. like, done. Agreed. we're done. Yeah. But no matter when you're listening to this, if you just like step back, like, or step up, let's say a little bit, like, you know, like just the view from above and you're like, okay, the way that I'm going right now, I'm going to be like a lot of steps farther backwards from where I keep dreaming. I want to be yes. next year because of these three weeks. Exactly. So exactly. it's like, it's like, three weeks. Our, it can, and that's exactly how it feels. And then all of a sudden it's like, and now improve yourself on yeah, Jan exactly. one and all that messaging hits you. And you're like, Holy crap. I've been like keeping the world together for three weeks. So now you want me to fix myself. Cool. Like, right. And it's like, and it's like, you're, you're even like farther out of alignment. Yes. So that's why I think just even in December, and I'm going to go into January in a sec, yeah. because I think it's really important actually to acknowledge January 1st, but yeah. definitely in December, like the more that you can be leaning into how you want to 
feel and be and whatever in, you know, your future self, like if you can figure out how to feel that way with it, like while you're navigating all these holiday moments, you've actually like created muscle in your, you know, thought and heart in a way that's like so powerful, like that you're, you're going to be five steps ahead of your goal come January, because you've started to practice like boundaries around your energy and around what you want to put in your body and around, you know, how you're feeling. And it's really, it's like a really powerful, um, practice, especially when we're being like tested a little bit. But the thing I want to say about January 1st is I hate real dates actually. (laughs) (laughs) I, I just like, I hate our calendar and like, especially for women, I always like, I try to just like pull us into as many other like times as possible, including like the moons and seasons, just because I feel like the idea that there's weekdays and weekends is really hard for entrepreneurs and even harder for mothers. Yes. Agreed. Because one of some of my best working days were Saturdays when my kids were little, you know, and it's like, why is that wrong? So that's like, so (laughs) I just think we have to like get out of time a little, the idea that the first of every month is like a thing. It just doesn't make sense. And new year's I think is that times 10, because what I would say like human, but definitely mother is ready to like start on January 1st. No, because like, we should be going inward seasonally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we should go inward. Like some of us are still having people home that aren't normally home. Yeah. Like it's just not a start date. It's like, um, yeah, it's just like, it just makes no sense. It's like that whole month of January. So what I love inviting people to do is really like almost plan this bridge and just decide in advance. Like, like I actually love when the when the Chinese New Year comes because it's like I just think it's better timing. It's yeah, like yeah. it's Agreed. usually the yeah. end of January, the beginning of February. And I'm just like, you know, I'm gonna land, I'm gonna let myself land in the new year. Like I'm gonna let myself transition. We very rarely yes. think of transitions when we're planning. And so I think the more we can be like, this is actually a transition period into what I want to create in 2022, and just be yeah. like, okay, with the fact that like actually it's probably going to make us more successful towards whatever goals we're setting. If we yeah. allow for ourselves to transition into them. Yeah. Really no, I love that. I love, I love that so much because I never, I think it, maybe it's the coach in me, right? Because we're always goal setting and we're always looking at people. And we're always trying to speak about people being their best selves and all of this other stuff. And then this arbitrary, like do it on Jan one. Like I'm just, I've always been kind of like, well, that's a shit ton of pressure. Like, oh, okay. Like, let me, you know, put my presence away and, <laughs> and, you know, break up my treadmill, right? Like it just feels like so much pressure to be, to be under. I love your Chinese new year thing, by the way, that you just mentioned for folks too. And that, that notion of building a bridge and you can do that at any time. Yeah. And I mean, for myself, I particularly like doing it come spring, spring and fall, those transition seasons for me, I don't know about you tend to be the more productive ones. Yeah. Yeah. We actually run our programs, like not on the real quarters, but on like, we always create bridges. Cause I actually think that's the hardest. Like, I think that like, it's weird that we like go from like quarter to quarter or thing to thing in a calendar. And there's like never any transition. And I think it's where a lot of us run into problems just like on a daily basis. It's like, okay, work ends here. And then I'm supposed to pick up so-and-so here. 
Yeah. And it's like, but Diana, I haven't even accounted for the fact it takes me 25 minutes to get there. Like yeah. you do that all the yeah. time. We do. We do. And the energy shift. Like I've worked with a lot of clients on that, that period in time when work stops and kids come in or, you know, they shift to home life. Like a lot of clients in that, that situation of, you know, when, when everyone used to be in the office, when you pull into the driveway, like don't, don't just walk right in because you're not ready energetically to kind of shift. You have to make a conscious effort to kind of take that, take the situation into consideration and say, I'm going from point A to point B, you know, and just because the ta- the clock says whatever it says, like, doesn't mean my emotions are shifting that way. Well, and that's like a great full circle back to how we even started this conversation yeah. about just those five minutes, because it's like the five minutes, like that you're in the car before you go inside the two weeks between Christmas and uh, like, and into the new year, three weeks or whatever, like all those are is opportunities to do that, to go inward and get smarter. Like you literally act if you're literally more efficient on the other side. Like if you take that five minutes in the car, before you go inside, you literally walk in with different actions than you do when you're stressed out and you connect with people differently. And it has this like, like ripple, it's like dominoes, right? Like it has this effect of like, oh, I walk in and I smile instead of I'm grumpy. And then, you know, I connect with the person who I see instead of push them away. And then like that literally saves an hour later of figuring out, you know, some sort of argument or whatever, because I couldn't be centered when I walked in the door. So those five minutes, like they save us hours. It's like a hard thing to prove out, but I've seen it over and over and over again. Me too. I mean, it's, it's the miracle morning kind of mantras, right? Like when you hear about that, like how to start, like, it's just basically kind of living from a place of intention. And I say, and I say that because also in the holiday season, you're going from thing to thing, to thing, to thing on steroids sometimes, right? Even if it's screen jumping, if you're on zooms, right? So being able to say, and kind of, it's also empowering, to kind of take back that five minutes and say, no, everybody needs to slow to a halt. And I need five minutes, five minutes and 24 hours in a day, five minutes is doable. You got to sleep maybe seven or eight of them. (laughs) I can pretty much guarantee that every kid also needs five minutes. Yes. Agreed. If you're having a hard time doing it for yourself, like, and and it doesn't need to be on a screen and they might come out of their bodies for a moment and it might be the most annoying thing. So maybe you don't take your five minutes at the same, same time, time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it's really powerful to watch. Like, I mean, it works for everybody. So it's not yes. just us. It's like, it's everybody, but, but I do find, um, as women and moms in a house or, you know, or uh, this can totally be for dads too, but like as the leader, as the adult in the house, yeah. um, we can, us leading by example is just by far the most powerful way to like pass this on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And leading by example in the workplace, leading by example as parent, leading by example yeah. as entrepreneurs across the board. So, you know, Mia, this has been very helpful and thank you so much for your wisdom, especially very timely wisdom. Um, so can you please, you know, well, number one, do you have any kind of last tidbits that you didn't, that you'd want to get across to folks? Well, I'm just thinking about all of a sudden now I'm thinking about the workplace and I'm like, oh my gosh, like how powerful is it for like a manager or someone, an executive to yeah, like pause in a way that other people see? Yes. Because it would make your whole team so much more efficient. Yes. Like yep. it, every 
turn. Yeah. yeah. And, and give them permission to do the same, yeah. right? It give them permission when they're in a high stakes meeting or when people are breathing down their neck to say, I need five minutes, you know, yeah. and to actually respect that boundary. I think, I think the world would be a much better place in a lot yeah. of venues if that was a thing. I think I want to yeah. make t-shirts that says respect the five, right? Um. <laughs> yeah, so we didn't really get into like the planning, but here, what I would say is like, take that time for yourself. Um, if you're like curious about really mapping out what it could look like for yourself, I would say just or anything, the holidays, you know, next year or whatever, right. just do it on paper. Yes. We spend so much time in our heads and I just find over and over again that there's just magic that happens when we get everything out of our heads mm -hmm. <laughs> and onto paper. Um, and then the last thing I would say is like, you know, crazy holidays, crazy work schedules, like all the stuff that like really we spend a lot of our time with, like if the most helpful thing I've sort of um, come to is that if I can really be thinking about like my health, what I put in my body, how I move my body, mm -hmm. um, how I take care of myself, my breath, like the pauses, if I can think of those things as a foundation for the other things that really helps me make space for it. Cause it's like, if I don't have those things in place, the other things topple. And I think the more I make that connection in my head, it's like, Oh, like, yes, I have to make this PowerPoint presentation and yes, I want it to be good, but you know, doing that while being dehydrated and just eating nutrition bars from the, you know, thing. Cause they're right there. Like that's not going to help me. Right. It's if like Maslow's hierarchy of needs for goodness sakes, folks. Like yeah. it's, it's like the meet the basic needs. And then, you know, it's yeah. kind of like when they ask you in the mental health world, like, are you hungry? Are you hydrated? Are you, you know, those, those basic things, you know, or even with kids, they always say that too. Like, are they hungry, tired? Like, you know, those other things before you just jump down the rabbit yeah, hole. Nothing's too basic. I think one of the things right. is we think it's so basic that we forget about, like that we don't yeah. do it, but like, do the basic thing. Yeah. It doesn't even yeah. need to be complicated. <laughs> no, no. I mean, instead of coffee, grab, like step it down, iced tea, and then to water or something like that. Like, yeah. you know, just those basic, basic needs that we, you know, either don't think we deserve, or we think are so simple that they don't matter. Um, but especially in the holiday, holiday season, and especially in winter, honor yourself, right. With those yes. basic needs. Um, so tell folks you have programs coming, you have amazing resources on your website. So please tell folks where they can find you and all of that great stuff. Awesome. So our website is plansimple.com. And I think that that's like, you know, we're pretty good at like always having a pop-up in a bar explaining yeah. what's next and what's coming up. Um, we definitely do a lot of, um, you know, holiday planning stuff. So come check that out if you're stressed at the current moment about the holidays um, and landing in the new year. So a lot of things around just allowing yourself to land in the new year and what that looks like and, um, you know, how to make that feel really good and to not feel behind because just yeah. like balance, all the things that we're talking about is feelings, you know, behind is, is a feeling. And so right. we can totally work with that and, and go from a place of, of feeling just in the right spot. And yeah. so that's the that. best way to find us. Love I try that. to be on Instagram. It's like one of my goals. <laughs> it's always <laughs> part of my goals, but I'm pretty good at self walking my talk and self-care. So if, you know, 
yeah if, if, if water gets in the way instagram doesn't happen but mostly we're there and we have a podcast and yeah. i hope I, I hope we'll be seeing michelle on it really soon yeah so. i hope so too i'm psyched i'm excited yeah. for that well you know thank you such a like i said timely message important message i'm going to re-listen to this myself just for my own my own self-talk my own self-care so and thank you so much for being with us here today oh thank you so much for having me it's a pleasure if I had a dollar for all of the conversations I've had to have with clients over topics similar to ones that were covered in this episode, I'd be, you know, a gajillionaire at this point, you know, the, one of the main takeaways from this, at least for me, and I, and I hope that you heard it or able to hear it as well, was that you have more control than maybe you think, you know, sometimes I feel like we do kind of go on autopilot this time of year or in many times of year, honestly, depending on the season of life that you're in, but you do have the control that you can take back. And I understand, believe me, I understand how scary it is to put the white space in your calendar. I love how she talked about gold space in this episode, and I may actually use that myself, but it's going to feel, it's going to feel weird when you start to kind of take that, that control back or that power back and start to remember how much of a choice that you have in these situations, whether it is to take a certain action or a choice on how you feel because it's different, right? So yes, it's going to be uncomfortable. Yes. Maybe some people may have some interesting reactions to the change that you may make. However, at the end of the day, people will adjust and you'll get more comfortable. But if you are in the full swing, as many of us are right now with the holidays and wondering, you know, or jumping into the new year already or trying to set your goals and trying to do all that stuff, just remember that you have the power to slow down. That just because it's Jan 1 on the calendar doesn't mean that that has to be the date, right? I love also how she talks about, you know, using the, the different milestone, using the Chinese New Year, using something else so that you can make sure that you are creating, as she mentioned, those bridges to the different seasons of your life and that you're present and clear on standing in your values during the current season. Okay, that's what I have. And on next week's episode, I am welcoming my friend, Catherine Price to the show. She is the author of a brand new book that's coming out this month called The Power of Fun, How to Feel Alive Again. And she's also an author of a book called How to Break Up with Your, Your Phone. So she's got a lot of great data, a lot of incredible wisdom around what she calls this concept of true fun, which is if you've ever experienced those moments when you've like belly laughed yourself through a situation, or you've just come out of something and just felt completely rejuvenated after it, that is what we're going to be talking about. So you don't want to miss this episode. And if you love this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, download, follow, rate, and review. And you know, tell a friend because who couldn't use a little more resilience in their life, right? See you later.